With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Flying NFL Draft Com. And it's this week, through the weekend in Indianapolis, with Jay Ducible is the uh, tenure NFL vet. These days you find him everywhere. CBS Sports HQ, Sirius XM, ESPN College Football Analysts, and even more. Uh, you can find him on uh, Twitter, X at Leger Ducible. Deuce, good morning. How are you, man? Mark, how you doing, my guy? I'm doing awesome. I'm actually doing the show at the 50-yard line of the football stadium before I fly to Stillwater for basketball. So I, 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 I even got a little football flavor where I'm broadcasting today inside the radio studio. So here you go. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Let me ask you. Okay, let me start. The combine. What are the pros and cons? What do you think really uh, uh, teams get out of the combine? And what's overrated about the combine to you? Yeah, so you go back and forth uh, between this, Marcus. I've gotten this question literally my whole career. So I'll start off with the pros, right? And it's mainly for people in the front office, the GMs, the area scouts that have looked at these players throughout the college season, and even going back to when they were juniors or, or sophomores and looking at some of their films, right? Now they get to meet with them in person and, and talk to them for a little bit. Now, um, it's about 20 minutes that you get with each player. I think there's two days of that. You get the medical, which is big for you know, in regards to the team aspect, the, 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 the in-depth medical, right, to see if there's any issues that a player has that maybe you didn't see on film or maybe that wasn't written down in their medical form. Um, so, so those are the pro, pros in regards to NFL teams, right? Um, as far as the players, right, there's pros in it because you always hear people talk about that they can up their stock, right, stock, right Mark? And that's certain things, right? Uh, one, if you are coming off injury, if you go out there and show that you are healthy, that can give you a boost, right? If there's questions about if you're a skill position players, uh, do you have long speed, right? You can kind of answer that question, but to me, it, it doesn't really answer that question. But some teams really look at that 40-yard dash as a parameter if somebody can, you know, really uh, get down the field in a hurry in regards to the skill position players. For offensive defensive line, the 10-yard split is a big thing. They want to see how quick you can get off the ball, right? So there's pros when it comes to that. To me, the cons is it's the underwear Olympics, if we're being honest, Mark. It's not real football. For a two-month span, and depending on when you played in the bowl game, if you played in the bowl game, because we know so many guys opt out in today's society in regards to bowl games unless you're playing in the CFP. But for a two-month span, you're essentially learning to be a track star, Mark, right? So it's like – it's not real football, and from a player's perspective, like there's so much stress put on this 40-yard dash or how many times you can lift 225 or your 5'10'5 shuttle when that doesn't essentially make you a great football player. Now, yes, they're awesome football drills, but, Mark, let me tell you and everybody else, a lot of those football drills are not conducive to playing football, right? So, <laughs> yes, they want to see change of directions and things like that, but my thing is you've literally had three or four years, in some, in some instances, 
six years of film to look at to see if a guy can change direction or not, right? You'll you'll get to see on film whether what his long speed is truly like. So to me, some of the cons is, and we've also seen like a a power shift, right? Because we saw Mar- Marvin Harrison Jr. already come out and said, not only is he not doing any drills at the combine, Mark, he's not doing them at pro day. He said he's getting ready for his rookie season. And I like that. I love disruption in this ecosystem because at the end of the day, you're paying a guy to do what he does on the football field, Mark, whether that's catch footballs, get after the quarterback, run the ball, make people miss uh, guys in space. That's what essentially you're paying a player to do, not run a 40-yard dash or lift 225, 25 times. Let me ask you about uh, the quarterbacks at the top of this draft, and I think it's really interesting because it looks like we may have three guys go one, two, and three. Jaden Daniels had the wow breakout year. The other two guys in Caleb Williams and Drake May, it's almost like this year was used to find the warts on them, and maybe that's unfair, but as you look at these three, what do you see? Yeah, so when you look at Caleb Williams, I think he's the odds-on favorite to go number one overall. When you talk about a guy that has the most potential in this draft, for generational talent, uh, you see it with him, right? You see the wow factor and some of the throws he had to make at a USC. And then another factor that you put into that, Mark, is he had no defensive help at all, right? So there were games where he literally had to go put up 50 points to win games. Uh, I think some concerning things is can he live within the pocket, right? There's certain times you see on film where there is guys open and he turns it down to go off script, right? And I think there was this season you talked about where people may be looking at some of those warts. I think he was pressing a little bit too much because of the lack of help on the defensive side. We'll go to Jaden Daniels next, and it's it's interesting. When you look at him, Mark, it's kind of like he was on that Joe Burrow trajectory. Like, people talk about Joe Burrow going number one overall and the senior year he had that culminated in the national championship, but they forget get going into his senior year, Joe Burrow was considered like a six- or seven-round pick. You know what I'm saying, Mark? And Jaden Daniels was probably on that same trajectory until he just went nuclear this year in regards to not only throwing the football, but his rushing ability, too. So when people say, like, they're worried about him being a one-hit wonder, I'm like, well, hold everybody to that standard because Joe Burrow going into his senior year was probably looked at as the sixth or uh, seventh-round pick. But with Jaden Daniels, you've really seen the growth in regards to him becoming a pocket passer. Now, again, Mark, he does have that added element, um, and Caleb Williams does too, but Jaden Daniels, his athletic ability is far greater than Drake May and Caleb Williams. So when you look at Jaden Daniels, I don't think you can say he's a one-year wonder. Uh, There's a lot of people that have come around lately. I had him as my number two quarterback in this draft class, and it seems like that's picking up steam as we go along. And then Drake May, like, is the prototypical quarterback size, right, about 6'5", maybe even pushing 6'6", around 215. And that does give me some pause because he is so tall, right? You wonder, could he put some more mass on his body? Because you know know, how tough a 17-week season is in the NFL. And for quarterbacks, you got to be able to have that wear and tearing your body and continue to play. Now, he hasn't really had any injury history, but the one thing about Drake May is, though, he has had some concerning turnovers uh, this last year, his senior season, when he didn't have a guy like Josh Downs outside at receiver. So those are some of the question marks for him. He is more athletic than people are giving him credit for. He is a mobile quarterback as well, uh, but he has a cannon of an arm, Mark. So when you talk about guys going one, two, and three, uh, I think a name you have to throw in there is Marvin Harrison Jr. 
Jr. to me is the wild card because that number three pick at the New England Patriots, if they feel like, say, Caleb Williams goes one, Jaden Daniels goes two, and they don't feel like Drake May is a guy that they feel like they can build their franchise around, they could, one, try to trade out of that pick, or they can go get a generational talent like Marvin Harrison Jr. at receiver and then maybe even try to get a guy in the second round or maybe even get one of those free agent quarterbacks. You know, Russell Wilson will most likely be available uh, if he gets released from Denver. Kirk Cousins is available as, as well. And then there's also been rumors, Mark, that Justin Fields, there's affinity for him in New England. Could they potentially trade for him? Let me ask you about uh, some of the big boys on the defensive line that I know you follow going into this draft and the business of drafting defensive ends and trying to find that great speed uh, rusher. Do you like this class of guys that are coming into the draft uh, uh, that, that play the DN spot? Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good class. I won't, I won't say it's one of the greatest class. I would say it's it's a better class than last year's class, Mark. When you look at some of the guys at the, at the top, you know, Latu from UCLA to me has the best hands in regards to pass rushing in this draft class. I mean, he's like a mixed martial arts guy in regards to how he uses his hands on offensive linemen to get around the edge or beat them with counter moves inside. Dallas Turner to me has the, the highest ceiling, right? Um, this guy is still young. He's almost like a baby giraffe in regards to his long arms, the, the explosion he comes out of his stance, right? He really does a really good job being violent with tight ends. Would love to see him be a little bit more aggressive and setting the edge against offensive tackles, but that arm lift, Mark, Mark, he does a really good job of making offensive tackles off balance and being able to go long arm and get off that to get to the quarterback and does a really good job, again, knocking tight ends back. And then Jared Verse is a guy who probably could have came out last year, Mark, and been a first-round pick. Um, this guy is a guy that will run through your face mask. I mean, speed to power is his game. Now, I love that he's taken his game to the next level and been able to use his hands a lot better than he did last year because last year on film, Mark, all you saw was speed to power. Now you see some counters. You see him winning on the edge at times as well. So you always want to see that development in some of these rushers. And a guy that a lot of people aren't talking about, Marshawn Nealon from Western Michigan. I really loved him at the Senior Bowl. He's getting some top 50 buzz right now. He could be a guy that goes in the second round Fuaga, the offensive tackle from Oregon State, literally dominated everybody at the Senior Bowl. Nealon was one of the few guys that was able to get him on a counter spin move on one-on-one pass rush and offensive line and defensive line. So he's a guy that a lot of people aren't talking about, but he's a name that could come off the board a lot higher than people expect. One to two NFL free agent questions. I'll let you go. Um, Chris Jones is 30. Um, he may cost too much to come back to Kansas City. He's such a part of what they've done. What is it like when an organization has to make a decision about somebody that's been so good, so important for them, but maybe the price tag's too big? Yeah, and that's the, the world we live in in the NFL, right? You have to weigh out what a player is going to cost you in regards to being able to fulfill the rest of your roster with talented players. Would, would you losing him um, – would it hurt you that much where you can't fill that void in other spots on your team? Or do you need to bring him back and maybe just be weaker at other places because you know he's such a gang wrecker? It seems like for all intents and purposes, he wants to come back. I know that wasn't maybe the story last year where he decided to hold out, Mark, because he felt like he was due a new contract, which he truly was because we talked about how dominant he's been. And honestly, with his resume already, you would have to say he's probably most likely going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So, uh, I think it's different now, Mark. Like, 
yeah, at the running back position, when guys get like 27, 28, they look at them as old. But now the way with these the rules, the way that they're constructed, Mark, in regards to how much practice time you can have on the field, like how much you know hitting you can do in the off season or even during training camp, guys are being able to play a lot longer. Right? I mean, we see Calais Campbell; uh, he's the last man standing from my draft class. He's still doing it at a pretty high level. Um, Cam Hayward with the you know the the Steelers, right? Still in his near uh, mid thirties. And he's still doing it at a high level. So I just think things have changed, especially when it comes to certain positions where it's O-line or D-line or even some receivers where they can play up until like their mid-33s, 34, 35s, and still play at a high level. So I think Chris Jones still has about three or four good, good, solid years in him. And um, he should be paid for what he's been able to do. I mean, the guy had 10 sacks, Mark, and he missed week one and missed most of training camp. So that just puts it in perspective. Of like once he really got his legs up under him, he started taking off, and he's always been a the, the integral part of that defense, which literally was the reason why they won this Super Bowl and went on this run because they had a top two defense in the NFL. I know it's hard to say that when you look at Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, but this team was led by his defense, so I think they'll get something done. It'll be interesting to see if he maybe does. You know, he's older, like you said, Mark, 30, decides, you know what, I'm not going to try to get $30 million. Let me see if I can take 25 just to so, so we can really submit this legacy and be the first team to get a three-peat. So that will be something to watch this offseason uh, if, if Chris Jones, as they would say, takes the, the, the hometown discount. Kind of world that we in when thirty is old, unbelievable, man! It's incredible. That's the league we live in, man. <laughs> I'll I'll leave it there. Hey, man, that was great. Thank you so much. Be good. We'll talk again. I appreciate it, Deuce. Of course, Mark. Leger Deuceable, the tenure NFL vet. Catch him on Twitter and X at Leger Deuceable. Watch him on CBS, Sirius XM, and ESPN College Football. I got a scoot to get to Stillwater for a flight. We got a bridge playback we're going to do. Then Kyle will take it home to wrap up the show as the beat of sports in this Tuesday continues in a moment. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.